Oh, I guess I never... Oh, God, I never did the thing where I'm like, hey, uh, I'm Cloud, the dungeon master and creator of this adventure. And around our virtual table, we have... Athanasius. Flower. And Caden. Okay, uh, better late than never. <laughs> better late than never, I guess. I forgot to introduce ourselves. Everybody. Welcome back to Tales from the Table. Uh, this is a bonus episode. This is a little bonus thing that I cooked up. Uh, we wanted a little bit of a change of pace. Uh, it's, it's a little bit um, hard to say. Uh, maybe this is a little bit of an alternate time stream, or maybe it all just turns out it's a dream in the end. Um, anyway, However, this this turns out, you guys are back in Oscillion. Everything's the same except we all have mustaches now. Evil mustaches. <laughs> there, there it is. I like it. Excellent. Like big Brom style mustaches. Of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. We gotta twirl them. Yeah, they they have to they have to be curly, and especially especially Flower oh, has a mustache. Yes. So much twirling. <laughs> <laughs> Flower, who doesn't have any body hair, he suddenly has a really luxuriant mustache. Okay, so you guys uh, wake up in the morning. You have been sleeping overnight at uh, Ye Olde Juicy Cheese Bar, your favorite haunt of previous adventures. Um, you're back in a room together, and you are awoken uh, by the sound of yelling and shouting and maybe even some stuff banging and chicken squawking. Uh, there's some sort of ruckus going on. Does it sound like it's outside or inside the building we're in? Um, it sounds like it is maybe some on the like lower floor, like you know the main floor of the yeah. bar, and also uh, out in the street outside. Well, I want to be part of the ruckus. Let's go. Yeah, as now, you get on. up, uh, <laughs> you realize that there is a folded rough piece of paper on the floor just inside the door it looks like somebody slipped under the crack last night and when you open it up it is that drawing that i uh posted <laughs> a picture of for you guys for the listeners um when they unfold this piece of paper it is uh, very clearly a child's crayon drawing uh showing uh what looks like a very large snake with four like overly muscly arms apparently the child was very fixated <laughs> on that part of the snake's anatomy uh, also oversized teeth uh two small stick figures and some other sort of weird shape maybe it's a creature of some sort uh down in the uh bottom left-hand corner and then scrawl like there's a scrawled message at the top that says it's a little hard to read because, again, this was written by a child and the letters are not all there and perhaps not all written quite correctly. But the gist of it appears to say, hey, Mr. Help, scurred, scarred. You're not quite sure. You can't quite make out the last word. Hey, Flower, that looks like you. It does, doesn't it? Wait, and I is that don't... us? Maybe. I mean, 
They, they didn't give Athens his tail. Mm. Um, but I see help, that's for sure. Let's go down and see if there's something we can help with. Uh, okay. Yeah, it seems that they were much more focused on, on you, Flower, than they were on me or Caden. I guess so, yeah. The identity of the stick figures is not, um... <laughs> Not immediately apparent. They are literally, uh, for the listeners, just stick figures. Uh, one is small and one is slightly larger. They don't even have faces. They don't have faces. They literally don't have anything. They are stick figures. Uh, okay, so you guys uh, go down the stairs. And when you enter the uh, familiar bar room that you were... I mean, I'm I'm going to assume that if you guys were staying in the juicy cheese overnight, you partook of uh the fondue the night before i'm not sure about caden but i sure did <laughs> yeah, caden's really salty about their only being being fondue at the juicy cheese look five guys burgers and fries doesn't only have burgers and fries they also have hot dogs well maybe they saying. should <laughs> i'm just saying it's you know it's a, it's a fair point and you could maybe bring that up with the uh, owner of the establishment um at a future date uh, but as you emerge from the bottom of the stairs, you see that the uh, main area uh, is uh, kind of full of people, um, looks to be some locals, and uh, you can see there's kind of like a trail of, I mean, for lack of a better word, devastation. Uh, a lot of dusty footprints, um, some a lot of stickiness, too. Uh, I think the last time I described kind of the whole restaurant as being very greasy and sticky. Uh, that appears to lead to a door that you've never been through before because it always had a sign on it that said employees only beyond this point. And that door has been uh, kind of smashed open. Uh, you can't really see what's beyond that. Uh, and... People are definitely, like, murmuring and, and looking around. They seem frightened. They seem worried. Caden, go ask someone what's what's going on. I think they might be too scared to talk to me. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I'll uh, go downstairs and, I don't know, look at the not look for a non-threatening person to kind of ask what's going on. Yeah, sure. I mean, none of these people look particularly threatening. And you recognize um, some of them from yeah like you know last night or around i would say mm -hmm. you you recognize some of the locals from oscillion now uh sure there's a a very dapper gnome gentleman he's got on a uh like a shirt and a vest you feel like you could talk to him maybe yeah sure i'll go up to him and i'll uh i'll say uh hey uh, what's what's all this commotion about uh I'm not quite sure. Uh, I think that's what everybody's trying to figure out. But the pantry's definitely been smashed open. And uh, Millie's out there in the courtyard. She's yelling up a storm. I, th I think they've called the police already. They should be here soon. Uh, all right. Is Millie the establishment owner or something? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll tell Athens and Thar. Uh, they don't particularly know what's going on here, but Millie's outside shouting. They said police might be on the way. Uh, should we go talk to Millie then? Yeah, sounds like we should go talk to Millie. In fact, I'm pretty sure you can hear Millie. Uh, there is definitely a a loud, angry uh, female voice uh, carrying over the uh, frightened whispers and general muttering of the crowd that is gathered around the uh, front and inside of the Juicy Cheese Bar. We go outside and we talk to Millie. Hi, Millie! 
uh, it's going to be a little hard maybe to strike up a friendly conversation with Millie at the moment. <laughs> um, she's actually not right out in front of the Juicy Cheese Bar. Uh, you can kind of see the crowd goes around the corner and then onto Main Street. And she is shouting her head off at a uh, a man who is much taller than her. Uh, he has sort of gray skin and pointed ears. And you recognize that he's a hobgoblin. Um, and she is yelling and shaking her fist at him and stamping her feet. You, Finley, this is the last straw. I know that you broke in there last night. Uh, everything's a mess. You give back my cheese this minute, you dirty hobgoblin, you. And he's waving his hands. You know that you're just as guilty. Uh, you're the one who's done this. You've staged this on purpose. And all my bread is missing. And I... I I demand we call the police. This is this situation is ridiculous. The juicy cheese bar lost its cheese and bread. So it's just a juicy bar. That's not even juicy. It's just a bar. No, in fact it it sounds like the juicy cheese bar has lost its cheese and the hobgoblin man has lost his bread. And they are both accusing each other of being the perpetrator. I mean, police are on the way. <laughs> <laughs> We go back inside and go back to sleep. <laughs> you, guys, you guys shrug your shoulders like, eh, ominous, ominous crayon drawing that says help. Uh, and, you know, uh, the pantry's been smashed open. Millie's screaming at a hobgoblin that he stole her cheese. But, eh, the police are on the way, so no need for us I mean, we to... haven't seen anyone named Scarred. So, I mean, may as well just go back to sleep. <laughs> we can't help Scarred if we don't know who he is. <laughs> I think it might say scared, but I don't think Flower knows that. <laughs> I mean, um, Flower Flower might know that. Flower's not very good with written words, at least oh, not in common. Oh, right. Well, neither was the child who wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> Although, uh, I turned to Flower. It does strike me that, based on the fact that your arms and teeth are emphasized, it may be one of the kids that you almost ate that drew this and that would be the kids there in the drawing possibly and the weird small fish creature with teeth as well is a thing do we meet one of those i don't think we met one of those i don't think so but i think this is something we should get to the bottom of i don't know how long it's going to take the police to do everything but we've got we've got clues and i think I think we can crack this mystery wide open. Sure enough, as you are maybe taking a moment to examine the crayon drawing that you were left uh, overnight, uh, you hear the furious pounding of hooves on the street. And you look, oh, and also a very deep voice uh, shouting, move over there, everybody out of the way, clear out there. This is a crime scene, everybody out of the way. Come on, you guys, you know the deal. And through the crowd, quite effortlessly, pushes an enormous black-bodied centaur. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, his uh, horse body looks like a Clydesdale. Uh, so he's got those really muscly legs and feathery hooves. Um, and his uh, upper, upper body part, he has dark skin and uh, dark hair that's uh, pulled back very neatly in a ponytail. And he is <laughs> he's wearing... He's wearing like a white shirt and like a black uh, jacket over the top that says uh, Ocillian PD. Oh. <laughs> the OPD. <laughs> OPD, that's right. 
so didn't you say back in the uh bar the there was like footprints and stuff and like yeah a bunch of dusty footprints and mm. also some sticky ones looked like a lot of people had been moving around oh okay so it doesn't sound like it would be too helpful to go and look at the footprints you definitely could look at the footprints for now uh, this police uh, officer, as I think you would assume he is, based on the fact that he's wearing a jacket that says <laughs> OPD on it, uh, he walks up to Millie and this unknown hobgoblin man and says, come on now, I, th- this is getting ridiculous. I-, I know you guys are rivals, but we can't have actual you know, violence in the street like this. And Millie looks up at him and says... We broke into my pantry. All my cheese is gone. My entire stock. How am I supposed to serve lunch and dinner tonight? And the hobgoblin man uh, turns to the, the centaur and also says, um, we, we've we also had a break in. Uh, our pantry's also been cleaned out. I don't have any bread. All the mayonnaise jars are smashed open. They even stole the fresh tomatoes that I just got from the market. How are we supposed to make sandwiches? And uh, I think at that point, uh, the centaur sort of shakes his head and he says, okay, we're going to have to take a look at this. Uh, You guys just calm down there. Uh, Go back to your shops and I'll meet with each of you individually. And I think he's got some other police officers who've come with him too. And they start sort of trying to move people out of the middle of the street and uh, they've <laughs> they've got the yellow tape. They're busting out the yellow tape. They're going to start oh, marking man. off. Uh, not this area in the middle of the street, but uh, you see some of them head off uh, towards the Juicy Cheese Bar, and some of them, uh, you notice, I'm not sure if you guys have noticed this before, but there is a, another restaurant uh, right on this uh, area of Main Street uh, called the Grinning Duck Sandwich Shop. Hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, uh it looks like I remember seeing that last night. No, it's new. <laughs> very new. It's very it's very it's new, just like, like your mustaches. <laughs> okay. Well, the Ocillian police uh are marking off uh looks like both the juicy cheese bar and this other restaurant, the Grinning Duck Sandwich Shop. Uh, which the hobgoblin has walked back into. They are marking off uh, both sites with yellow tape. I want to go talk to Millie if I can, if she's calmed down now, because I want to ask her, uh, Hey, Millie, um, I, I get the, the cheese sucks and all, but has anything else been taken? Because I got this kind of worrisome note that makes it seem like there might be people who are in danger because of what happened, too. Do you actually, like... Show her the crayon drawing? Yeah. Okay. And I'll be like, that's me, and that's a fish thing, and those are two people. <laughs> <laughs> um, Millie is definitely not having a good day, so... But she, I mean, she knows you. She's seen you several times now. Uh, she takes the crayon drawing. Um, I don't, I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, that's, that's obviously you. I mean, mm-hmm. no offense. But, you know, I've never seen another four-armed snake person. N- nice muscles in the drawing, I see. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, big teeth, though. I wouldn't normally have drawn you this scary. You're very friendly. Um, 
that I don't know, it looks like it was drawn with crayons from the restaurant, but we give those out to everybody. I, I don't know what that thing in the corner is. You say it looks like a fish? That's what I thought. I, it's got teeth. Yeah, fish have teeth. <laughs> There's some nasty fish out there. You seen a piranha before? I, Those little shits will kill you. I personally have not seen a piranha, no. But I, I've heard of them, yeah. Haha. Uh-huh. We're does, getting off topic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does appear to have legs. I, I don't know. I don't know. It looks more like a rat, honestly. Huh. That's a fat tail for a rat. Well, it does, yeah, it does also appear to have, I don't know, blades on its tail? <laughs> I mean, it clearly a kid drew this. I, I don't know if I would put any credence in it. I mean, look how the kid drew you, so... We're looking for the sharpest rat in the West. <laughs> the sharpest rat in the West. As for other things that are missing, I, I, I haven't heard of anything like that. You mean like a kidnapping? That's horrible. Would you mind if we look around your pantry? I'm, I wouldn't have a problem with it, but I mean, I, I've already been in there. Dozens of people have already been in there. Sounds like Detective Tom is, you know, going to rope it off and make it a crime scene. So, you know, you might have to talk to him about it. Will do. Let's go talk to Tom. Okay, Tom is, I think, still in the main street. Uh, he's talking to a couple of his officers. Uh, Tom is the name of the, uh, the centaur, by the way. And uh, he's talking to some of his officers, you know, directing them about what to do. Hey, Tom. Uh, hello. Uh, can I help you with anything? Hey, uh, us three are a group of adventurers. We had this note shoved under our door last night. And we're mm. worried that it might be related to what happened to the pantry. And so we were hoping you would just let us take a quick look around. Mm, I'm not sure about that, but I'd appreciate seeing the note if you'd show it to me. Sure. I hand it over very gravely, like, this is, you know, serious This is a evidence. very serious piece of evidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he definitely unfolds it and uh, kind of strokes his, his beard a little bit while he looks at it. Uh, hmm. Okay, well, that that's definitely you. Uh-huh. Uh, two stick figures don't know who those are that's a very sharp rat right there apparently yeah two-legged fat rat with big bulgy eyes i think he kind of squints kind of squints at it and holds it real close to his face hmm it does kind of look like a rat doesn't have ears though only two legs Uh, although i mean what what am i saying this is this was clearly drawn by a kid (laughs) I i look very seriously at flower no ears it might not be a rat Oh, this changes everything. <laughs> I stroke my mustache. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, the nice mustache. I-, I admire it. I I like my beard very much too. He strokes. I was about beard. to say your beard is lovely. Oh, I thank you. It's a wonderful compliment for me. Um, I-, I can see why you'd be alarmed by this. It it does say help. S- scarred, scared. They scared, be- possibly. Do you know who made this? Where did where'd you find it? Was it given to you by someone? It was stuck under our door, yeah. Drawn a crayon. Um, we did meet two nice little boys named Oswin and Bug the other day who, I mean, I'm just assuming it's them. They really like oh, uh, Flower's muscles. Yeah. And they also we, we got, got a good look at fine. her teeth. His Oswin teeth. and, uh, and, uh, 
and Bug, uh, Alma, Heron Holmes, two boys. Yeah, those are the ones. Oh yeah, I've uh, I I know their family. Do you know this was them though? I mean, I I don't see their names on it or anything. I mean, this is troubling. I'm hmm. Well, it's definitely it's definitely evidence. Look between two gentlemen with very lovely facial hair. Yes. Can't you just let us take a quick poke around? We're not going to touch anything. We just want to put our minds to ease. Yeah, this was clearly drawn with the crayons from the Juicy Cheese Bar. Okay, uh, yeah. Why don't you guys roll a... Here's a good opportunity to roll. Why don't you roll me persuasion checks? See if one of you can persuade Detective Tom to let you into the crime scene. All of us? Yeah. All right, cool. Natty one. <laughs> Shocking. Now you do have Lucky as Caden, uh, so you can yes, roll again. Yes, re-roll oh. it. I was just listening to the episode where we lambast you for never re-rolling your ones. Uh, I got an 18. Okay. I got 10. Oh, I wanted to save mine because I got a natural 20. Oh, nice. Okay, so I, I, I know why he says yes to flower. Athanasius, uh, what do you say or do that persuades Detective Tom to let you into the crime scene at the Juicy Cheese? Uh, you know, from... From one very muscular person uh, to another, uh, what man? What's your workout schedule? <laughs> oh, uh, he he does that thing horses do where they kind of like stamp their feet and they're happy. Oh man, I uh, I go to Mike's gym, you know, seven days a week. Obviously, I gotta I gotta keep in shape to stay on top of crime in this town. I, I see you work gym, out too. Uh... I admire that. I don't think I've been to Mike's gym yet. You'll have to you'll have to point me in the right direction. Oh man, yeah, you you gotta go. It's the best place, especially for uh, uh, you know, gentlemen with you know more than just four limbs. You know, gotta gotta work out those tail muscles for you. I gotta make sure I keep you know all these legs in shape. Uh, you you there, sir, serpent folk. You should you should check it out too. Perfect that for you. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah. They got all the best equipment there. All right, yeah, you guys, uh, adventurers, huh? Uh, let me guess. You just got hired by the company? Well, yeah. Y yeah. Uh-huh. I'm not surprised. We got a lot of their employees around here. Well, well, let's just say this. Uh, just, you keep the company stuff on the back burner, and you just go in and use your skills, whatever they might be, to help us out. How about that? Oh, for sure. Sounds good to me. All right. I won't say anything if you won't. And he uh, he lets you go past the yellow tape. Boom. Boom. <laughs> he doesn't even really have to lift up the tape for Caden. I was about to say, he <laughs> doesn't even have to see Caden. Caden just, like, ghosts right by him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I just, by default, hide behind other people. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's check out this pantry. There is destruction everywhere when you step into this pantry all the shelves have been smashed up there are you know f spare fondue pots and equipment sort of strewn all over the floor there's uh, sticky of fondue everywhere yeah there's like sticky melted cheese all over the place um you know sacks of flour and other stuff have been you know burst <gasps> no! open <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Okay, Kate, nice the first fun. thing Caden wants to do is he wants to look for footprints of a possibly small rodent with a sharp 
looking tail drag. Yeah. Why don't you all, since you're all looking for clues, why don't you all roll me investigation checks and we'll see what you find. I was thinking of do of going at it from a different angle. Should I roll an sure. investigation check as well, too? No. What What's the other angle you want to do? I want to see if this is something more animal-ish, because I've got, um, I was trained to hunt things and, you know, with survival skills and stuff. I want to see what sort of tracks um, I can Ooh. pick up in here and see if I can see if something went out from away or if it just came out through in, like, entrances sure. and exits. Do you, so... I'm not, like, super familiar not having played, like, a ranger or a druid necessarily with how animal print or, like, tracking is handled in D&D. Would that still be investigation to find, like, tracks or would that... Are you trying to come at it from a survival? Survival, yeah. Survival is hunting, tracking, um, like, you know, navigating through the wilds. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll allow that. That makes a certain amount of sense. Okay. I rolled a seven. Okay. I rolled a three. Dude, don't whisper your rolls. It makes for <laughs> it makes for weird podcast audio. Just say your rolls. I rolled a seven. Okay. I rolled a three. I rolled a fifteen. Okay. Uh Athen, I think um your mind is still definitely you're like, oh Mike's gym. You're like, who's <laughs> who's Mike? I gotta make sure I go there. They got tail workout machines. I've really been needing to work on my tail. Uh, recently, and it's hard that to would just press be... books with your tail. Yeah, that was always hard for you. See, and so the thought that Mike's gym might have like a an exercise machine that would help with your tail muscles is very distracting to you. Uh, Caden, what you do see is a lot of footprints. Here's what you notice about the footprints: uh, they are small. So, uh, people who were Athanasius's size or even like humans or whatever, uh, have definitely not been in here. Uh, these are all small footprints. Um, like... Are they, uh, smaller than my footprints or about the same size? I'd say about the, you know, maybe about the same size as yours, yeah. Flower, when you look around, you definitely, you see those small footprints and i think it immediately occurs to you that the hobgoblin man who millie was yelling at was definitely he would be the size of like an adult human definitely too big for these footprints um and when you look at them i think you notice that they they were made by someone who wasn't wearing shoes so barefoot um Mm. and definitely you can tell by looking at them uh these were not necessarily made by an adult halfling these were made by a child okay so not an animal definitely humanoid yes although you are you are seeing some other things too you see those footprints they're kind of the most obvious uh because they're the biggest uh i think you see some other stuff as well though um it it is a little hard to tell because everything is so confused but uh you see some handprints and the handprints are weirdly small. Like you're you're thinking in your head, like okay, uh, like footprints, maybe like uh, like a child, like a humanoid child of some sort. Um, and then you see these handprints, and the handprints are like too small even to be like a little kid's. Um, definitely some track. I'm not even gonna say tracks, but definitely yeah, some like drag marks 
um, things like that that you can't identify necessarily what they came from, but probably not made by the same person who left the uh, the barefoot prints. Hmm. And can I see any entrance or exit besides the busted open door? Like, did they go out a window or into the floor or something? No, um, there is only that one entrance uh, into this pantry. Huh. Well, obviously, I'll point that out to everyone. I guess jostle Athens back into into the moment. Okay, so we're two kids. We're probably in here. I just don't know what broke open the door, though, because we're talking about little kids and tiny mice, which even if they did have sharp tails, like, it wouldn't be able to explode a door. Is the door literally exploded, or can we, like, inspect the latching mechanism to see what exactly broke? The door is kind of hanging off its hinges. It's definitely been splintered a little bit. It hasn't been, like, exploded into a million pieces or anything, though. Okay. But, but it did like take, like, a lot of force something, to do that, right? Something big yes. went boom and the door opened. Hmm. Why a predicament? Can we follow the footprints out of the pantry? Yeah, I was going to say, um, it occurred to me that uh, Flower got a pretty good roll, and since Flower's coming at this more from the tracking side of things, um, I think, Flower, uh, you uh, notice that uh, you're, you're following kind of, yeah, you're picking up on maybe there were two, at least two different sets of beings here. Um, and you see where the uh, footprints of the small child lead. They go back out of the pantry and you also see some of these unusual drag marks uh, and small handprints also uh, going out of the pantry. All right. I'm going to like drop down so my all my hands are on the ground and like my face is really close to it and just start like slithering after him. <laughs> it's a pretty terrifying image actually. The top half is crawling. <laughs> yes. Leaving these big trails of like grease and cheese in the ground. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say whatever evidence there was, this is not helping, but uh okay. Yeah, you go out of the pantry and you can see the child's feet uh, and these drag marks kind of both lead out the front door um, and into the street. And you can go past the police tape if you want and follow them. Still, still slither crawling. Yes, and still leaving like a trail of uh, greasy slime. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, I look like a slug. <laughs> I think you passed Tom on your way out and he's kind of like, uh, hmm, okay. I guess that must be a serpent folk thing. Uh, do you see routine. anything interesting in there? We're following some tracks. Oh, uh, well, what kind of tracks? Tiny ones. Heads hmm. being very close to the ground. Looks like uh, kids' footprints of some sort. Hmm. What, uh, what direction are they going off in? Uh, they're going... Here, let me check real fast. <laughs> I gotta look at my own map. Oh yeah, let, for the sake of fun, let's say they're they're headed back out towards Main Street, and I will say these tracks uh, don't lead towards the sandwich shop. They lead out towards Main Street, and then uh, they curve off to the uh, west. I'm I'm really bad with directions. Off yes. to the left on the map, which would be west, and the sandwich shop is east. How uh, are they? Are the tracks kind of fading, or are they still kind of like easy to follow? 
Yeah, they're not easy to follow, especially once you get out onto Main Street. Uh, maybe Flower can roll me. I mean, the rest of you can too, if you want. Flower can try to do like tracking and survival. If the rest of you want to come at it from a slightly different angle and do investigation, you can do that too. Or if you want, you could try to figure out clues a different way. Well, uh, if you know, if Flower wants to keep tracking the tracks west, Caden could go check out the sandwich place. Sure, definitely. Yeah, so um, I say, uh, all right, guys, uh, if you both are just flower, want to keep following the tracks, I'll go check out the sandwich place to see if there's anything there. Go for it. Okay, yell very loudly if you need our help. We'll hear you. Will do. I'll probably make some, yeah, make some loud noise. I think I, I am going to see if I can't help flower follow the tracks. Okay. okay. How describe to me how you're assisting Flower? Hmm. Pulls out his magnifying glass and gives. <laughs> <laughs> gives to him. You you yeah, could I'm, ask Tom if he's got my a magnifying glass for me. <laughs> I'm I'm providing the ever necessary uh, mustache twirling. Don't make component. it weird. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not twirling. Oh, it's Flower's not weird. Mustache. He sees it drooping I into the dirt. I am twirling my own like, mustache. Oh. Thank you very much. Okay, and twirling your own mustache helps you well clearly to investigate one needs to twirl their mustache it gets you into the detective mindset is that what you're saying absolutely okay i i feel like you're you're missing some of the necessary accoutrement uh such as the deerstalker cap and the pipe and a giant magnifying glass yeah i think i go up to tom hey uh tom hey uh yeah what's up do you happen to have like a deer stalker, a pipe, and a magnifying glass on you. He laughs. <laughs> uh, what is this? A cartoon? Uh, no, no, I don't have stuff like that. I've got my police uniform. Oh, what do you do? You need do you need help with something? Uh, just a magnifying glass would be nice. Okay, yeah. He he reaches into his pocket. He's got an extra magnifying glass. He hands it to you. It's really nice. It's, it's got Sweet. heft. Okay, so I use that to help Flower then. <laughs> okay. All right, so yeah, roll. Athanasius, you can roll an investigation. Er, no, wait. Do you want, do we want to do this, the assist thing, where Flower rolls with advantage? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right, that's a non-natty 20 then. Oh, nice. Yeah, you can totally, somehow, even though this is Main Street and- It's the magnifying glass. <laughs> it's the magnifying glass. It just, it helps so much. It lets you pick out every little speck of of cheese and grease and bits of flour and stuff like that. These tracks lead uh, west and then sort of... um, So if you look at the map, you can see that uh, you hit Main Street and then there's kind of a mainish road that goes north. Um, And then Main Street continues west, and eventually there's a street that leads up into what is labeled as number four, which is Mm -hmm. Mirror Fountain Plaza. All right, let's go check it out. Yeah, let's look around Mirror Fountain Plaza. Okay, I think I want to deal with uh, what Caden is doing over at the Grinning Duck Sandwich Shop first. All right, well, I head on over, and I assume uh, there's another, like, police line or something yeah, the yep, there's tape blah, blah, there's tape over here too. I think there's uh uh let's say just a human guy. Uh he's got like brown hair. 
Uh, he's he's also wearing like a black police jacket that says uh, OPD on it. And he's sort of leaning against the side of the building. Uh, he's like jotting down some notes on a notepad. All right. I uh, walk up to him and I say, uh, morning, officer. Name's Caden. Uh, morning. And I like reach uh, I'm... out my hand. Oh, yeah. He leans down and, and shakes your hand. I'm Steve. Uh, can I do anything for you? This is, unfortunately, the shop's not open today. We, we've closed it down. We're doing an investigation here. Yeah, uh, about that. Um, my friends and I, we were just down there, uh, at the Juicy Cheese Bar talking with Detective Tom. Oh, yeah. And, uh, we were trying to, uh, investigate a, uh, kind of threatening drawing we got while we were down there, and we think it might be related to the break-ins. I don't know if you could... Let me take a look around, see if I find anything that might be uh, related to what we're looking into. A threatening drawing. Why don't you roll a persuasion check, and I think showing him the drawing might help you. I don't think I have the drawing. Oh, who had the drawing? Pink Flower has it. Pink Flower has it. Hmm. Caden's like, wait, goes running back down Main Street. (laughs) Yeah, because right now the guy's kind of looking at you like, I I don't know, pal, Um, I'm not really supposed to let anybody by this line you say you were with uh detective tom i I don't know i'm gonna need to hear it from him if he wants to let you pass this line he hasn't told me to let anybody pass. i mean yeah no problem Uh, i rolled a 16 by the way okay he he definitely is like uh yeah i mean i'm new but they they didn't tell me to let anybody pass. uh i just just want to take a quick look i won't be very long but a couple minutes Okay, man, but I, I'm going to come in with you just to make sure you don't uh, don't touch anything that's not supposed to be touched. No problem. Okay. All right, he'll come in with you. Inside the sandwich shop, um, you can see, like, a very nice eating area with, you know, tables and chairs and stuff. And again, there seems to be kind of, like, a surprising amount of damage. Not everything's been touched, but, um, like, lots of tables and chairs have been turned over. Some of the legs have been kind of splintered. Um, and again, just a path of destruction right to, uh, another sort of back door, um, that's been knocked off its hinges. Um, and in that pantry, uh, a similar scene of destruction, um, instead of fondue stuff, uh, you see sort of like... Bread, tomatoes, and mayonnaise everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mayonnaise just all over the walls and ceiling. Jars of pickles smashed open. Squash tomatoes. A tomato that's been stepped on. Oh, yeah. It's so sad. A lot of mustard on the floor. Uh, some bags of spuds that have been uh, just are like rolling over the floor. All right. Not the spuds. Well, I think um, since, you know, Flower picked up on that track at the last place, uh, I guess I'll look for that same track. Uh, the one that was not made by the humanoid child? Whatever Flower was following. Oh, so there were kind of two sets of tracks, for lack of a better word. One was the bare footprints of a humanoid child, and the other were these weird tiny handprints and some like weird drag marks also. Okay, I'll look for the second one. Okay. Why don't you roll me an investigation check? That one's a little better. 13 or 14. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you definitely see evidence of some of that same stuff here. You see some drag marks here, um, some uh, handprints and mayonnaise. Again, they're oddly small. They're smaller than your hand. Definitely smaller than a, even a, a child's hand would, would be. Do they look like 
Rat hands. Dot dot dot. Um, no. Uh, it does not look like rat hands. Rat hands have uh differently lengthed fingers. Um, and they don't. Doesn't look like they have opposable thumbs. Maybe they sort of do. But these, um, no, these are definitely uh, humanoid hands. They're just really small. Besides the fact that they're both, like, destruction, and then there's these tracks, is there anything new and different about this scene versus the other one? Not really. They look pretty much identical. Uh, Were there the the kid prints? I assumed that there wouldn't be. No. You do okay. not see the small uh, bare footprints of a humanoid child that you saw in the other one. I didn't think there would be. You were correct. <laughs> uh, all right. I guess I'll try to follow the prints. Okay, yeah. You follow those tracks. They lead out the front door of the restaurant and then onto Main Street. So, yeah, they kind of turn a corner and you notice kind of for the first time that uh, around the city um, in, you know, sort of set into the main roads, there are these sort of uh, water channels along the sides. And at certain intervals, there are like storm drains, like uh, grates. And the prints seem to go to the edge of one of those, yeah, for lack of a better term, like a storm, like a storm drain. And uh, that's where they stop. Can I uh, get up real close to the drain without going inside? Is yeah. this like, are you thinking like a drain like on the side? Like yeah, like, like those, you know, those drains you see like in the- Like the clown hides inside? I was about to say, and you see a red balloon down in there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. There's a balloon down in there. Can I just get like my face up close to it and see if I see anything inside the drain that may- There's also a muscly turtle eating a slice of pizza. <laughs> Sorry, 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 Mac. Um, Is he saying cowabunga? Absolutely. He's got a t-shirt that says it too. Anyway, I want to look for inside, from what I can see from outside the sewer. Okay, you can't see a whole lot. It's pretty dark. Any confirmation that what was here went inside? Yeah, I mean, I think you can pretty clearly... Like maybe like a slime print on the wall? Yeah, streaks of mayonnaise and stuff. Okay. We'll say. Although they are, it's definitely getting, you know less easy to follow the trail especially since um you know it's wet and dark yeah, down in there I'm not, I'm not going down there okay well it would be hard for you anyway there's a covering and it's like it's got a pretty um the bars are fairly close together um because like this is a city where there's lots of different uh races of people so some of them are smaller like you and they wouldn't want anybody to like fall in that's cool Okay, uh, back to Flower and Athanasius, I think. You guys have followed these bare footprints into uh, Mirror Fountain Plaza. And it's called that, as you might guess, because there's a large fountain uh, in the center of, you know, a nice open sort of town square area. Um, but uh, as you sort of round the corner, you see that this area has also been fenced off by yellow tape. Oh, no. Yeah. Why? Is it immediately obvious? It is kind of immediately obvious. Um, couple things. One, uh, you guys immediately smell a horrible smell. Uh, it smells like just rotting filth uh, and garbage. It smells horrible. It doesn't smell like a dead body or anything. It smells like, yeah, like 
rotting sewage. I was going to say, like, sewage? Yeah, 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 exactly. And uh, you see that the fountain is not running. So this fountain is actually pretty cool. It's got, like, three tiers. And um, it's called Mirror Fountain because it's got all these mosaic tiles set into it. And a bunch of them are little chips of mirror. So it's usually very sparkly and uh, beautiful with the water and the sunlight. And the water usually comes from a large carved stone figure at the top, which looks, it's this kind of giant catfish-like creature, um, except it's got three eyes and it's kind of got... um, it's got fins, but it's like front fins have actually been replaced by like uh, these sort of like long arms with hands. Um, it's it's a little creepy to look at, but it, when you look at the carving, it doesn't look like it was intended to be a monster. It's got like a happy, smiling face. Uh, it looks kind of chubby and joyful, and usually you can tell water would be pouring out of its open, uh, very large mouth and flowing down over the different uh, splashy tiers of this fountain. Uh, But instead, um, the whole thing is just sort of covered in this, like, rotting, putrid black sludge. Uh, does it have big bulbous eyes? It's got very bulbous eyes. I look up at the catfish, I look down at the picture, and I look up at the catfish. (laughs) Does it, in fact, look like the drawing we have? Um, no, not really. Why don't you guys, at this point, roll me a history check? Non-natural one. (laughs) 21. Oh, nice. Makes sense that the scholar gets the (laughs) history check. Makes perfect sense. So, Athanasius, you... uh, I don't know if you guys have been to this plaza before, um, but Athanasius, you know immediately when you see this uh, catfish figure um, that this is a local... Not a god, because, again, the empire mm, enforced a sort of monotheism. But I think that in this locality, um, they sort of had a myth about this uh, sort of creature or spirit of the uh, of the local land around here named Osk. And the city is actually kind of named after him, Ossilian. Uh, and so this is a depiction of this sort of benevolent uh, spirit, Osk. Uh, who is known as the River Maker. And the local legend uh, says that uh, this sort of catfish spirit uh, would dig out the channel of rivers using his large body, and then uh, the water of the river would pour out of his enormous mouth. Uh, And he's definitely seen as a benevolent figure, uh, because he brings uh, the river and he brings rain, uh, which is like a huge source of uh you know prosperity for the people who live around here okay i relay all of that to flower okay so probably not one to kidnap children yeah seems probably Probably not like what we're after but something definitely did happen here yeah something real stinky happened Yeah. yeah If you guys get too close to that, I'm going to start making you make constitution saving throws because it smells real bad. (laughs) Yeah, is there anyone else around here or is everyone just sort of like staying far away? Um, you don't immediately see anybody. Why don't you roll me perception checks at this point? I feel like it's a bit of overkill getting a natural 20 on that, but all right. (laughs) (laughs) Did you really? I mean, I got an 18, so. (laughs) Nice. Well, that makes sense because... This person, once 
they realize who you are no longer hides from you. And sure enough, out of uh, the shadows of uh, not near the fountain, I think sort of like around the edges, there's maybe like some trees and benches and stuff like that. And out of the shadow of one of them creeps Bug. That's it for this week. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And please give us a rating and review to help others join our adventure. You can find out more about the show and how to get in touch with us on our website, talesfromthetablecast.com. And you can find us on Twitter, at TableTalesCast. This podcast was edited by Cloud and Audrey and produced by Cloud. Special thanks to Matt Marshall for his awesome advice. Our theme music is 8-Bit Adventure by Adhesive Wombat. This is your Dungeon Master, Cloud, and I hope you'll join us next week on Tales from the Table.